The Pentagon confirms a military airstrike kills the co-founder of the Al-Shabaab terrorist group. The importance of training pays off during a foot patrol in Wardak province, Afghanistan. And restoring hope, the story of a sailor recovering from the brink of suicide. Welcome to DOD News Now, I'm Petty Officer Lori Bent. The Pentagon is confirming that Ahmed Godan, the co-founder of Al-Shabaab, was killed in a targeted U.S. military airstrike in Somalia last weekend. A statement released by Pentagon Press Secretary Rear Admiral John Kirby says removing Godan from the battlefield is a major symbolic and operational loss to Al-Shabaab. The statement continued, the United States works in coordination with its friends, allies and partners to counter the regional threats posed by violent extremist organizations. At a Pentagon briefing on Tuesday, Admiral Kirby said manned and unmanned aircraft operated by U.S. Special Operations Forces took part in the airstrike that destroyed an Al-Shabaab encampment and a vehicle located at the camp. Kirby said the operation was a direct strike against the network and specifically against Godan. That's what they want to shoot. At the end of the foot patrol can take a turn in a matter of seconds, but quick thinking and superior training can make a world of difference when it counts. Sergeant Joe De La Pena brings us this story. That's what they want to shoot. At the end of this day, soldiers from Grim Troop of the 3rd Cavalry Regiment had their skills and resolve tested. However, the beginning of this day starts with a typical foot march from Forward Operating Base Airborne that led them here, the Afghan Uniform Police Department in the Maiden Shar District. First Lieutenant Michael B. Matthews, 3rd Platoon Leader of Grim Troop, sits down with the Afghans to discuss the security of the outer laying areas. So, Major Halil said that because we were there, we ended up sort of coming at the right time because he had wanted to clear an objective that he suspected was a rocket cache site. So he sent a mounted column down a road into the green zone, which is an area that we can't walk, but they can drive and they often go through as they move. So they attached a guide with us as we moved up on the mountain to the north. And that's when this normal foot patrol changed into a six-hour battle. Yeah, yeah. The biggest experience was the enemy's TTP. Um, usually they'll shoot at us and then run. This time they actually stayed and fought. It's a new experience for us. Uh, usually it's they take a couple of shots, throw down their weapons and then walk away and we're usually unable to identify who might have shot at us. But this time and they kept engaging us and we were able to return fire. We were able to uh, fixate the enemy in a one location uh, and that's the first time we've been able to do that since we've been out here. Once enemy forces were isolated, Afghan reinforcements swept the green zone where evidence suggests three insurgents were killed and one injured. The firefight proved to be invaluable, boosting not only the Afghan National Security Forces' confidence and fighting ability, but also the intelligence gained. It was invaluable for Grim Troop as well. This was their first firefight in Afghanistan, and they did it without a single injury. Reporting from Forward Operating Base Airborne, I'm Sergeant Joe Della Pena. The Department of Defense has dedicated September to raising awareness of suicide in the military. 
Often it's hard to see the signs that someone is at risk. Part one of our four-part series highlights the extraordinary journey of one sailor and just how easy it is to mistake our own judgment about those so close to us. My time in the Navy has been marked by long periods of, of sustained superior performance and also uh, intense depression. I joined July 7th, 1998 in an effort to escape my home life. When I was nine, I tried to hang myself. Fortunately, I didn't understand the, uh, the physics of hanging. And so I wound up embarrassed on my closet floor with a um, the clothes hanger bar snapped and all my clothes on top of me and a belt around my neck. For as long as I've known Petty Officer Thompson, he's always been a phenomenal worker. Uh, we used to actually tease him all the time. He was Superman. He's, he's consistently one of those guys that you would look at and say, okay, I need, I need that guy in my shop. I need someone like that you know, to, to hold things together. There was a series of things that occurred. It started, the promotion results came out, and he wasn't selected for promotion. He broke up with his girlfriend, and it ended in spectacular, dramatic fashion. And then we started to have some really stupid little things, uh, oversleeping a lot. What is going on with this guy? Because this is not, this is not who he is. This is not who he's been, you know, the duration of, of his time here at this command. This is not right. There's something wrong here. I didn't give away any of my possessions, but I did write two suicide letters, one of which I uh, was going to pin to my body um, for emergency people to find. My plan was to take a jump off the Duke Ellington Bridge in Washington, D.C. Part two of this series will air next Friday here on DOD News. Service members or family members in crisis should immediately contact the Military Crisis Line at 1-800-273-8255. For those who would like to talk about daily non-crisis issues, Vets for Warriors can be reached at 1-855-838-8255.